Guys, what's going on? Welcome back to another episode of the wonderful The Arsenio Buck Perspective Podcast. My goodness, I know that you guys hate me so much. Again, I apologize. Listen, people, when I am, when I have very little time in the day, and again, I cannot believe, and I thought that this year was going to be truly extraordinary, I never thought it would be on this scale. No chance in hell. There are students backlog. Uh, there are students who are like, I really need your help. I'm like, I can't help you for at least three weeks. And so it, it's gotten to the point. I'm like, I need a graphic designer to help me with my content. And so if I only get probably about seven plays on this podcast versus now 300 to 400 on my ESL podcast per episode, it goes to show you that, oh, well, you know, got to do what I got to do. But to be honest with you, this one is not only important because of all of you. It's important because if I don't do this, I don't do my personal development. And I felt myself slipping away. The only time I do it is when I go to the gym. I haven't been focusing on my marketing. I haven't been focusing on anything. And to be honest with you, I just feel like I'm not upbeat and doing those things like I would normally do. And so thank goodness that everything is coming back to normal. I'm getting back into the schedule. I'm going to have to get an iPad at some point because I'm going to have to schedule and have a, obviously an Excel sheet in terms of all the money that I get every month. I'm going to have to take the notes in regards to the lessons that I've had. And I, I just don't want to use a notebook anymore because this notebook, it doesn't really help and I can't erase anything. You know what I mean? So I'm grateful. I am now legally married. And so I am unbelievably grateful for that. I cannot believe it. We had to pay $400 to hurry up and get things. Listen, in Thailand, you got to pay to get things done. Okay. I'm just like, man, just pay the motherfucker. Okay. She was actually unbelievably nice. If we had waited, they probably would have said, no, 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 no. We're not going to allow it. And so nonetheless, here I am today. Here I am today. And I'm giving you this amazing podcast first time of being married actually doing this and i just again i just believe that it's just truly extraordinary that i've gotten to this point and so there's a lot of gratitude that's going to be pouring out of me a lot coming up real soon i gotta get real good at doing these seriously i gotta be able to make me some time but nonetheless today's about respect and i hope that you like me are inspired today okay and again, I get on this podcast to give you guys the different types of frameworks that help me. Mm. And although I've been unbelievably busy, I am here today serving as I always do. And that's what I'm truly grateful for. So today's personal development topic is about respect. And I believe that online, you can see it in the world. We have lost that with not only our neighbors, okay? People on the other side of the aisle, and, and, you know, I, I don't know what happened to those old-fashioned values that they would hang on walls and offices saying respect, but they're gone. Both you and I can agree right now that the political conversations, which is just dis grotesquely disgusting, social media world, YouTube, the division, in this season of human history, it is so severe. And it's because, obviously, with having all this technology and social media there are people just blaming and talking about these groups of people and those groups of people. And it just continues to get worse and worse. And so 
I think we can all improve the world if we can remember that every person just wants to be respected. It's kind of what it is, right? Even in basketball, people left. Why did Ronaldo go to Saudi Arabia? He wanted to be respected. He wanted to be heralded. He didn't want to be looked at like a as a as not as an asset or a liability. He wanted to be respected. Why did I leave Rongsit? Because I wanted to do something that was way bigger than me, and I was sick of doing the same goddamn shit all over and being disrespected based on the color of my skin. I wanted to be respected. I just, you know, I had a couple of interviews and it took me three months to get a full-time job. And when I got that job, they paid me less than what wrongs it was, but I was happier because I was respected. Well, I respected myself and I knew my capabilities and I was still developing my skills from 2018 to 2020. But now I'm Harold in the, in the technology and podcast world for being this guru in terms of TOEFL. It's not that I demanded it. It was that I needed to become it. And each person can have a place, a point, a life that is good. But we need to become compassionate and empathetic. If we do that, we can change the world. You know, I've heard, you know, with so many of the books that I read, The Napoleon Hill in 2016, a positive mental attitude, law of success, Jack Canfield's uh, success principles, Lisa Nichols now, Tim Ferriss book, that really wasn't much. The Tony Robbins books weren't really much. Um, what is it? Stephen Covey's books, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, but The Speed of Trust was by far one of the biggest soul-shifting books ever. I ended up buying uh, Jay Shetty's new book that I'm going to start reading about in regards to relationships. That's going to help me a significant amount because there's always room for growth. You know, and with that being said, there's so many different things that I've had to grow on in regards to what I've become and the different things that made me represent who I am today based on the laws that I learned throughout these books. And of course, Brendan Burchard's high performance, high habits, you know, going back to the very dawn of my personal development journey, it was obviously, um, what is it? uh the 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 secret right and so there were a number of things and this is probably something that you could actually journal on and seeing those remembrances that showed you a lot of respect and opportunities there might not be many but if you can remember them maybe you could feel and ask yourself what does respect really mean to me i had to go through a transformation program and so number one for me i think respect begins with the willingness to listen patiently to others. And again, people are going to express their views, explain who they are, and they're going to follow their own path, their purpose. Even if you don't agree, you can listen patiently and openly. You can still hold space so that the other person can feel heard. Think about all the conflicts you've had. You didn't feel. And so it escalated. And so I want you to, again, see if you could listen with that intent. Number two, a second thing, often respect, honor, and validate others' perspectives is all based on requests. Not all of us have to comply with every single win. Validate the request where it's coming from. And what I mean by that is like, oh, should I go to my mom and tell her? And I'm going to do it based on her validation. Fuck that. Absolutely not. There have been so many other things. Even I think over the last few weeks, my my wife oh my god boy it's gonna be so hard it's crazy my wife 
said something and in my head i listened openly and i was like okay let me look at this from a different perspective but then in my head i'm just like no but i didn't have to invalidate her request i just had to say you know what okay the information she's giving me right now either she's not understanding or this or that there we go it was in regards to a client who hadn't paid i was like it's been an hour and a half or it was in regards to a student that wanted to focus so much on you know, one specific part of TOEFL. And then she really never told me. Uh, and she only went up three points. And I was like, see, this is what makes me angry. She wants to only focus on one skill and not all three. She's like, no, you have to understand. I'm like, okay. But I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, okay, she doesn't know exactly what I'm talking about. And that one skill, she's only going to be able to go up three points. If you focus on two, three times two is six. So we just wasted 10 hours going over one thing that you only went up three points. And Again, considering that today is Friday, I didn't get a message from her in terms of her writing and speaking. Oh, wait, let me think. Probably went down because we didn't focus on those. But I don't have to validate the request. I'm going to do it in the best interest of what is best for me and the student, you know? And so when someone's asked or asked something that's fair or tells you something for you to look at something differently, hear them out. I did. If you don't do it, Maybe you should explain it thoughtfully, patiently, compassionately, because they don't understand exactly what you're talking about. But to be honest with you, I feel like these days we're just so resistant. We're honoring the boundaries and the requests, what they need. They feel heard, seen, validated, respected. And a short and simple way is to praise them in front of others and say, you know what? You have a good point. Or maybe even send her a kind note and say, you know what, that's a really good idea. That's a really, that's really good what you just said. Thank you so much. You know, or maybe you want to celebrate people in front of a team. That would be amazing. Or praise them one-on-one. Focus on positives instead of negatives. Realize they're stronger than they think. Who they are is important. See, if you see them working hard, see them striving, struggling, you praise their efforts, their good intentions as a human being. And to be honest with you, I just feel like praise is just falling out of the vernacular. We use it simply, you know, for relationships, but, you know, or for things like faith and spirituality, but on a human level, praising is massive. And just like all the other stars or, you know, us working at jobs, I know that you've been in specific situations where you just didn't feel respected or where you feel like your work wasn't being respected, but Again, all the time, you got the blame for the negativity, but you never got the praise when something good happened. That's why I ended up quitting those, uh, I call them the two bitches, okay, three years ago. And it's funny looking back on that now, because I'm like, wow, I have my own students. I don't have to go to anyone else looking for work. And But it wasn't always like that. And so it was more of a, well, you know, I just realized that, they were celebrating two students' success who had learned with my course, and no one was going to tell me if I was there, if they had passed or not. I went downstairs and saw two students crying. I'm like, what happened? And it was one of the greatest feelings in my life. And it's crazy because not one of them said, oh, my God, Arsenio, this is going to work. Next day, they kept saying the negative. And I'm like, did you not just see what I just did? Nope. You can't help people like that. They're sufferable or insufferable, whatever you want to call it. Someone who continuously just falls in, into that path. And 
that's what leads me to this last one, learning to have difficult conversations. I always avoided that. I avoided that with Luke back in 2019. And then I sent him an email saying, no, nah, I'm good. We, I, I ain't doing this no more. I avoided that with Mira. Mira and I, we could have at least kept talking. No need for us to stop talking, but we did. And it's because I didn't say, hey, I kind of feel like I'm getting a little bit sidelined here. Like I'm kind of like the last one because you're working for Mr. J Shetty and shit, you know? But I was always afraid to have that. And now it's just like, oh, I got to have that all the time. And I work through those problems with grace and compassion and honesty. And I'm not canceling. I'm not trying to be awful. I'm not trying to be evil. It's actually just working through those problems. And me, I had to give options to one of my uh, current students right now. And she's been a bit of a headache. And I don't know if I've been avoiding conversations, but I sent her that message today. I sent her my calendar. I'm like, listen, I can have you at this time, this time. She's like, no, I can only do this time. And I'm like, okay, this is how we could do it. Number one, you could study the course and then come back and get your coaching next month. Or number two, I can reimburse you the remaining hours that you have. I just had to have that, diff I had to give her an ultimatum because your schedule and your, your lack of, you, you know, and I'm, I'm being as compassionate as I can, but I'm just like, you're really not helping me. And so we're going to have to figure something out or I'm going to have to let you go on and go find someone else. And so, again, it's something, this isn't something that I want to do, but it was something that I had to do because it was making up a lot of my unhappiness. You know, it had me talking a lot at night and she was just saying like, thanks, thanks, thanks. And those types of people, I'm just like, oh, no, 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 no. I used to deal with folks like you and I'm not about to do it again. And so I said, and I had to have that conversation. And, you know, she's friends with probably some other folks. And guess what? She's probably going to tell the other folks, hey, well, you know, he gave me back my money because he didn't have time in his schedule. No, you're being very unreasonable. And I can't work with folks who are unreasonable. So this is option number one, and this is option number two. I've done all I can. And, you know, and I'm not trying to cancel. I'm trying to work through it. But then at the end, I had to give an ultimatum. And I have to anticipate these problems too, you know, because a lot of people have a tendency of just, okay, well, you know, you know, I just feel like it's, this or it's not helping. I had a group of three that was uh, a group of three students who were getting very annoying. And I was just like, dude, what the fuck? And and the last time I got on a call with them, she was just like, oh, I don't do that. I'm like, oh my God, I can't believe, I can't wait for these her to be over. And her friend, I was like, oh, I can't wait for them to be over. But then I just started saying, Arsenio, it just seems like you're not working through these problems and you're not hearing them. And you're just hoping that, okay, I want to just hurry up and finish them and good luck and best of luck to them. It doesn't have to be that way. With some open communication, things will work. And sure enough, with those two specific lines, it did work. And so it's all about, and going back to, you know, whether or not you're a caregiver, a parent, a wife, a husband, maybe you got to ask a little bit more about that respect. And I demonstrated that goodness by listening patiently by working through the problems with the openness by saying, hey, listen, 
I'm doing what I can, but you are making it a little bit difficult with the schedule. This is what we have. You want to study by yourself? Here you go. Study by yourself for the rest of the month. I'll see you in the month of March. You can book everything out. Or you could just start studying from now up until April. Here goes the rest of your money and best of luck to you. This is exactly how we're going to go about doing it. And so sometimes you just have to say, okay, I have an ultimatum. But at the same time, we're respecting both sides of the party. So in saying that, people, man, it is good to be back. It is good to be back. Thank you so much for tuning in to another wonderful The Arsenio Buck Perspective Podcast. And boy, I'm going to be coming back with you with some more fire. I got some good stuff coming up, so you better stay tuned. Over and out.